Racers, builders, bashers, and everyone in between, welcome to the place to be. O Canada RC, the podcast brought to you by Reefs RC, maker of quality RC products. Now let's punt it over to your host, Jeff Lemoyne. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to O Canada RC, the podcast. And I am just full of first tonight. Uh, I'm excited. We have our first panel podcast. That's right. We have um, two amazing guests and one subpar host. I want to welcome to the show, uh, Lorenzo, and I'm going to mess up your last name, buddy. Casaluce. Is that right? That's right, man. You got wow, it. Wow. Look out, man. And Lorenzo, Lorenzo's Lorenzo underscore RC underscore army on Instagram. And our second guest, you've heard him before. Uh, the sultry tones of notorious J Johnny Angelone. I've never said your last name, Johnny. Oh, he, look at that. You nailed it. Wow. It's crazy. Got a little bit of Italian in there. Buddy. A little. I have an Italian yeah. aunt and, and an Italian cousin. So they smack me around a bit. I guess I can pronounce names right. a little bit. So that's pretty good. Hey, guys, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Lorenzo, welcome your first time. Johnny, welcome back. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty good. Glad to be here, man. Thanks uh, for inviting uh, me and Johnny on. No problem. Always a pleasure, Jeff. Always a pleasure. <laughs> hey, so uh, I- I'm so glad to have you both on together um, because on-, on on my social media, you guys are, when I think Arma and I think Big Air and I think, you know, just crazy jumps and and, you know, tons of torque and tons of power. I literally think about you guys. And I talked to Johnny a little bit about this, Lorenzo, last time. And uh, um, I know your passion for Arma is, is as big as some of the jumps you guys pull. Um, so I, I know, Johnny, that's, that's really your thing. And uh, we love following you, man. And you, and you represent the brand and everything there is and the passion behind it really, really amazingly. Um, and Lorenzo, you... I've seen you, I've seen you guys on videos, you know, the BMX parks and some huge jumps. Um, tell us a little bit about how you got into RC, man. Is it all about big air for you? I've heard Johnny's been hitting that, hitting at me that uh, you like to race too. So how did you get into RC and, and what's your, what's your thing right now? Well, to be honest, um, when I was a kid, I'm sure, you know, like maybe most people, um, I grew up with it. Me and my father, uh, we, you know, it was our thing. And, uh, you know, he got me, uh, I don't know if you remember back in 1987, uh, radio shack, uh, golden arrow. <laughs> oh yeah. So that was the jam back. Yeah, then. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that was our thing for, you know, a few years and, um, you know, um, we just enjoyed doing it. And then during, I'd say, uh, mid teens up to my twenties, uh, I kind of, let's call it, let it go. Just, you know, other things, you know, piqued my interests and um, sure. yeah, I just lost track of it. And then it's funny because, uh, what was it, 2018, um, I was just on YouTube and that car came up <laughs> out wow. of nowhere. Wow. And then I, it just opened my eyes again. I'm like, hold on a second. Um, I used to do this. I used to enjoy this. Why yeah. did I stop? <laughs> And I just started doing research, you know, what was, you know, you know, a good RC, you know, what was going on right now, like mm-hmm. what, the, and it was brushless electric. Yeah. 
So I went, uh, picked up a Traxxas Rustler VXL. Nice. <laughs> and yes, you know, started booting around with that. And then all of a sudden, uh, I think maybe a few weeks later, I got an Arma Outcast. And then literally, I don't know, like literally two weeks at a time, I pretty much got the whole success lineup. And <laughs> God, <laughs> holy cow, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> and just started, you know, going out and, you know, just doing some jumps and I, I just got hooked. That's awesome, man. <laughs> right. And it, uh, it's a likely yeah. story, man. And um, <laughs> because it's a lot of our stories in a way, right? Like um, I've told the story when I first started in the podcast of um, my dad and I, the, the first car we built, we built a Tamiya Midnight Pumpkin. So it was, we built it together. I remember I was about 12 maybe a little younger. And uh, then the first buggy I got was a ready to run. And it was a, no offense tracks this, but it was called the cat. It was because compared to the standards of today, it was pretty garbage, but it was to me, it was an amazing, you know, it was a buggy. It was a hobby grade buggy. And it, like you said, shy of the radio shack stuff or whatever you could pick up at Toys R Us or consumers distributing. I don't know if I'm dating myself there with that one. Oh, no, yeah, I hear you. Johnny remembers that one. Remember, you used to <laughs> fill out the little slip and you'd stand in the store and you give them the slip. Exactly. Oh, there was only it, one hobby store in Scarborough. If I remember when I was growing up, it's like uh, there was a tiny little hobby store on Shepherd between Midland and Kennedy Road. It was like yeah. the only hobby store for in all of Scarborough when I was wow. growing up. So getting stuff was tough yeah hobby hobby was the one for me and because i grew up in mississauga and i'm hobby hobby's been there forever um yeah see you guys are west but i remember when you're when i was 17 18 getting around to mississauga wasn't a thing no of course <laughs> it seems like mississauga had way more like you had hobby hobby uh big i don't know when big boys was opened or when it when it mm. came to life or what, but the thing is is that the east side definitely wasn't the same as the west side. Yeah. 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 We had a few. We had Hobby Hobby. Um, man, we even had, we even had, um, I think it was called Fast, Fast Laps or something. There was a track in Mississauga, like Dixie. And I don't know, um, Lorenzo, if you remember that, but it was an, it was an indoor on road track. Um, and it was, and it it boomed for a long time and then it just you know like this hobby does and we you know johnny and i were talking about this off the air we tracks come and go and more late more lately they go right which is kind of yeah. sad um but so so lorenzo you you got into the arma lineup you bought the entire lineup in about two weeks um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's me being jealous hearing that man like that that's like endorphin over overload for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> were you, were you like, did you have to explain the purchases to anybody special in your life at that time? Or was, or were you single and you had no one, I'm no leaving. accountability? <laughs> I'm leaving the room. <laughs> all I got, all I got to say is the shoe box. <laughs> okay. Enough said. That's all we're going to say here. Cause my wife listens to this too. So, um, no, it's hilarious. That's another similar thing, no matter who you are in this hobby. Right. I yeah. think I always say to my wife is, Hey, you know where I am, you know what I'm doing. And yeah, it looks like I'm playing with, with toys, 
but look at my face. I'm happy. Uh, and we're doing something with our brains, man. This is engineering and mechanics, right? It's, uh, and it's a lot of fun. Definitely. It's funny you say that today I was at, I was at a mechanic shop, had to, had to get something done on my car. And I, I have that habit of, you know, it always comes up in conversation wherever I am, especially with guys who are mechanical. And I just showed him a picture of my type and the speed one. <laughs> yeah. And then the next 20 minutes was explaining <laughs> the, the whole concept of the car. And you could see the looks on their face. These are mechanics <laughs> who are supposed to be working on other cars. Yeah. And they're just sitting there and they're, and you could tell they're off. And it's true. You're right, Jeff. It's not just about toys and jumps and making. It's about building and oh, yeah. staying mechanical and keeping your mind active and keeping your mind busy i mean the jumping and everything is fun and believe me when you go if you can ever get a chance to go with lorenzo it's that much more fun when you're jumping <laughs> with people who are well he's you have to understand he's really 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 good and i'm i'm not saying this to blow smoke up your butt lorenzo. <laughs> you just just not too long ago jeff i'm sure you saw that clip that i did where lorenzo did that jump blindfold yeah now that, you, you know, maybe watching it on, on, on a tiny screen makes you think, okay, that's cool. But he did one practice jump and, and some people might say, oh, he probably wasn't really blindfolded or whatever. He did one practice jump, mm -hmm. figured out the timing and the sound in his head. And then on the second try, landed a perfect front flip with a nice. 6S trunk. Yeah. And off of big jump yeah. we're not talking off a little ramp in a in a in a soccer field we're talking <laughs> at a place where when you screw up things blow up <laughs> yeah. you know and, yeah. and and you watch a guy like that and that's and that's i'm so glad that i got to meet him i'm, I'm so glad he let me into his <laughs> into his group because i remember the first time i messaged him on instagram yeah and he you could tell he was apprehensive about wow you know <laughs> And, but he let me into his group and it's a great nice. group of guys there's a bunch of other guys that he's close with and they and they do this together but he really was a catalyst for me on becoming a better operator of the machine you know what i mean nice yeah yeah man and i do and to what you were saying about the mechanics and they just wanted to like put your car up on a hoist and you know look underneath it which would have been hilarious um <laughs> they you know what you're you're messing with like when you're messing with 6s man like any any you know most hobby guys most rc guys that are listening to this are nodding and they know but for people that don't know like that's the kind of power that can break bones man that's the kind of power that, that yes you can totally break the car in many many places at the same time so to wield to be able to wield that and wheel that kind of power man like yeah that's saying something and that's why i always marvel at you guys when you guys pull off these jumps and whatnot like i've i've not gotten there yet in my journey um i've raced like i was talking to johnny lorenzo we're gonna get into this with you because i hear that you got a little bit of this bug now the racing bug and i want to kind of hear yeah yeah like, i've raced <laughs> short course truck at like barnyard and whatnot and it's just a rush and yeah, there's jumps in the race, but, um, it's a totally different ball of wax, but with the big air <laughs> stuff, man, I just, 
I still can't wrap my head around it. Um, I recently got the Red Cat Wendigo and I'm about three quarters of the way through building it. It's a rock racer and it's a crawler. So it's not the same, but Arma is on the list for me. I love the, I love the, the short course trucks, the, sen- the sentence, right? I think. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you got the Mojave now too, if you want to get. Oh yeah. More- is that yeah, seven scale. bigger scale? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, man. Like I love, I've always loved the short course trucks, but like for you guys, then let's, let's, let's talk a little bit about this. What's, what is your, in your fleet? What is, what's your go-to can be for bigger for speed. I have my suspicions. I might know what Johnny's is, but Lorenzo, you start. And then Johnny, you, t- you tell us after him. Ah, uh, that's tough. Well, for bashing <laughs> or for racing. Um, okay. Let's go. Let's go one of each bashing and then racing. Okay. So for racing right now, I just got, um, I got a good connection with my techno EB 48 2.0. Um, that one's really clicking for me right now. Um, for bashing, it's actually a tie. Uh, I'd say my, my Arma outcast or slash notorious and my techno MT 410. I I put them tie. Nice. Nice. Like the technos. What about you, Johnny? Well, actually, I uh, I got the Creighton um, last year in the summer, the Creighton EXB, and, and after a lot of people told me, well, you know, when, when you try it, you'll understand, and uh, that's that's honestly probably my favorite now because it's it's a lot easier to control, like especially with big air and stuff like it doesn't twirl as nicely as like the Notorious. Right. Uh, but I'm not that good at tooling, <laughs> so I actually can appreciate the the stability of the Creighton. Right. But it's uh, but you know what I I I like them all. Like I, I try to use them. I, I mean I'm using mostly my 6s guys in the winter because they're just a little more durable because there's not as much plastic and whatever. Gotcha. So I'm trying to use them all, but uh, I I'd say right now I'm probably sway I'd sway my favoritism to to the Creighton. Nice. Yeah. I'm surprised, Johnny. I, I thought you would have said Rowcast. <laughs> or, or Notorious because of my yeah, Notorious. <laughs> but I, I think, but the thing is with the Notorious is that I'll take it out to the exact same place as the, mind you, I, the two, they, they two have two totally different power plants now, which is also changing the dynamics. So the Creighton's got uh, a lot more low end torque. So it launches really nice, even off a short distance. And the notorious, I mean, they're I, picking favorites. They're, I love them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hard you to say. Hard to say. You know, it's like I got... the one that breaks less. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the safe answer. Favorite of the day. That's like, yeah. so I got two kids, and it depends on what day. At, if they both, if one wakes up grumpy, I like the other one better that day. So I, exactly. you know, it's like, same kind one, of one makes you feel special on one day. Yeah. And the other spread it around. Spread it around. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, so Johnny, you mentioned winter. You said the magic, you said the magic word for this this episode of the podcast. Uh, so you win the prize. Um obviously winter arrived in a big way today. It's been a cold winter um for the listeners. So we have about 75% of our audience is in the US, believe it or not, that listens to the podcast and I'm trying to build that up in Canada. But uh, 
if you live in Canada and you're into RFC, you know how hard, like you said, it can be hard on plastics when it gets really frigid. Um, but you've been out, I've been seeing some, some frozen lake stuff and you don't have to do yeah you don't have to disclose the location we can pretend like area 51 secrecy here but it's literally one of those runoff ponds in my oh, no you gotta run with it man you gotta make it more secret than that we're gonna okay it's 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 i have to get on a plane at buttonville airport and i fly to an undisclosed location nice. somewhere in the north blindfolded you blindfold the pilot so they don't know where they're going you just tell them where to turn yeah um how's how's that how's that been man what do you like how long does a pack get you in this cold out there well the, the, i've never made it to the end of the pack let's let's just get something straight <laughs> um, <laughs> no no because to be honest and it's nothing usually major but it's the same thing with 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 both of my success when you bash in this kind of cold and it's been always even if it was sunny in the video the, the temperatures have always been like minus five or lower yeah and the chances of something like a an a arm breaking like one of the lower control arms on one of these trucks the chances of one of them breaking in this kind of cold is pretty pretty high pretty good it's, yeah uh, it's, very, sure. it's very seldomly that so like I, I walk away with absolutely nothing. And it's typically something stupid like that. It, it's not used, like I said, it's not expensive. It's not sure. hard to repair, but it, it is usually something, you know, something that ends it. But uh, that that's the kind of, the, but again, it's always because once I get out, it always starts off with something light and silly. And, you know, I'm just going to take care of it today. And <laughs> I, by 10 minutes into the pack, you're back to, Okay, what can I do? How hard can we push it? Here? And yeah. a parking lot, you know, the snowplow puts a big chunk of snow at one end of a parking lot. I go there with a rake and rake it smooth, and I'm launching the car 30 feet in the air. And it's like, <laughs> you know, that wasn't the intention when I left the house, but uh, you know, once you. <laughs> I think yeah. there's. Sorry, go ahead, Lorenzo. Oh, no, no, sorry. I was gonna... <laughs> It's always, yeah you know you, you bring it out you're like uh yeah i'm just gonna you know i'm gonna take it easy today but it, it <laughs> never it's like those words don't exist the, the, oh, when you bring the, an rc car out it, it's very hard to take it easy right johnny <laughs> that's, that's the lorenzo effect by the way they, it has a name nice it's, it's the lorenzo effect. you you go somewhere thinking i'm gonna keep it flat i'm gonna keep it level i ain't gonna spin i ain't gonna flip i ain't gonna do anything and then lorenzo You'll, you'll turn your head and you'll, you'll be in one area doing whatever and he'll be triple somersaulting Italian <laughs> and, and, you'll, and you'll see it and you're like, okay, I'm in. That's I'm awesome. In. So it's like Lorenzo's like the, uh, it's like when you go out with the RC or like Alice in Wonderland and Lorenzo's the Mad Hatter. As soon as you get there, you're doing all kinds of crazy stuff and you don't even realize. <laughs> Gotta make it worth it, right? You're going out. <laughs> Man. It's like the other thing, Johnny, you said that made me laugh. I was thinking in my head, you go into a parking lot with a snowplow operators pushed up a bunch of snow. I, I kind of wonder sometimes if the guy that does it is going, there's going to be some schmuck that comes along with an RC car. And I'm going to like, Jeff, see if I can lure him in here, like a fish to a worm. Jeff, I'm telling you the la the place where I go all the time. <laughs> yeah. The last time I went, the guy looked like he made it. Smooth. <laughs> Right. Uh, and I'm thinking to myself, he must have seen my tire tracks from the nice. time before. 
and he helped me out. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I think there's <laughs> the- I can tell that story for so long <laughs> that there's a snowplow guy out there who's who's helping me build my ramp. I think there's a I think there's a business model there to be to be made, man. Like you you plow snow, but if you want for an extra, you know. 25 bucks, I'll set up a course for you or something. So You know what, Jeff? I got to go. I got to go see if he's <laughs> <laughs> Got to get to the I'll bank before it closes. Yeah. I thought you were serious for a second. <laughs> Where's this guy going? <laughs> uh, that would have been fantastic. Um, so I want to talk about racing a little bit. Um, and it, But before I do, I'm, I'm eyeballing your, your Instagram accounts, guys, because that's I kind of creepily do that sometimes when I'm podcasting. But uh lorenzo yeah (laughs) lorenzo you've got a really cool uh a nice orange looking short course truck uh tell us about that is that's the is that the setting no that's actually the uh techno s that's the techno uh for 10.3 yeah that that recent photo that whole that whole rack is techno on on that rack yeah that's a beauty i i had an eb48 2.0 um and i kicked myself to this day for selling it that thing could take your hand off with the torque and like from takeoff, like honest to God, the, and, and I don't, I don't, you know, I, I don't know if that's attributing it to a techno thing, but the EB, like the electric buggy, that whole line, whether it's the 1.0 all the way up to what I think they're at, what, like 4.0s now. Uh, um, no, no. So you, I think you're actually referring to, if it's an older model, I think you're referring to the 0.2. Okay. Yes. Uh, yes. Now, basically, they had the original, then they went up to 0.4. Yeah. Now they're actually at the 2.0. There you go. Yeah. Regardless, those things, man. Like, I just, I don't know what it was about them, but I loved it. I should never have gotten rid of it. Um, what do you, what are your thoughts on the techno stuff? Like, is that your go-to for racing? Right now, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I got an MT410 uh and that kind of pulled me into this line a bit more now um nice. i don't know i just it i don't know how to explain it it's just that <laughs> you know everyone's got like a driving style let's call it and for me it just it it works yeah with me so i'm kind of not i still love armor don't get me wrong i still have uh some armas but for right sure. now i i don't know just uh, the techno seem to be working really good for me and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it's all good it's funny when we talk about, so we talk about big air, you know, Johnny, we talk about big air and then we talk about racing. So um, I posted a podcast yes this morning after talking to uh, Sharif from reefs and uh, he made me laugh so hard, man. He, he referred to something called, you know, driver mode off <laughs> and we were joking about it. Like, and I, I said, yeah, you got to call that, you know, DMO, like he's got to come up with a product called driver mode off. And he basically what he was referring to was, you know, if you're going to turn driver mode off in your head, you're going to break, but you're going to have fun. You know what you're doing, right? Like there's a chance you might break something, but you've turned driver mode off and you're cool with that. And you know what the consequences are. Um, so when I think about racing, I think you got to have driver mode on. Um, and Johnny mentioned Lorenzo that you've been thinking about the idea of going, trying some on road. So I want to know when are you going to come out to Phoenix? Oh, <laughs> big, big, hard hitting question. But... Uh, good question. <laughs> good question. I don't mean to put you on the spot. Yeah. No. So we were talking about, yeah, we were, we were conspiring before you came on me and Johnny. So uh, no, no, but Sorry, we were... Lorenzo. <laughs> no, <it's okay. laughs> 
but I was saying how it's amazing at Phoenix. So I'm a relative novice, maybe, maybe bordering on intermediate on road. Now, you know, I run three different classes, but the thing that's really cool about on road and we're kind of shifting here a bit is um, man, every guy there who's like a vet who's been there and the guys are really good there. They'll just kind of talk your ear off if you want them to. Um, every guy I talk to says, if you can master like high traction, black carpet is going to help your off-road racing game so much. I've heard. Yeah. I've heard the same thing, Jeff. Some uh, people that have been in it for, you know, a lot longer than I have said the exact same thing. Yeah. And I'm not indicating you need to get better because I have a sense you're pretty damn good. Um, yeah, it's, it's not decent. Yeah, it's just it's 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 cool. It's fun. Yeah, I think we got to make a pact here, boys. So I'm gonna have to uh, get out with you guys, uh, get myself a rig, and just come out and have some fun. And then For we'll sure. get you guys to come out to the indoor track. Now, Lorenzo, you've been to uh, O Town, right? yes a bunch so you, you've raced there um have you been to barnyard to race no to be honest um i've only been to two two places um otterville old town and yeah. our local uh track in in meadowville that, yeah. that's it like that's i got cool, into man. it late last year uh, uh mid-august i think it is and uh yeah so nice. there's still a lot of you know places i need to try out and yeah, explore man. Yeah, you got to check out Dork. I've not been there uh, in Durham. Uh, not too far. A lot closer than O-Town, uh, but uh, the other way. Uh, they have, like, it's a big track, and, yeah, you'll, you'll be right at home there with the, the one-eighth with, the, with your Technos. Yeah. Um, I've heard good What's things about it. One in Barry's called Elite, Elite Racing. Um, have you either of you guys been there? I've not been there yet. Oh, no. Because we were going to, though. We were – we had talked about maybe renting time there. I remember Lorenzo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you had to book time uh, this summer with the the pandemic and all that, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it looks pretty good up there. I've talked to the owner a few times. Um, I think it's like right off the four hundred, just went just through Barry. Um, but it looks fun too, man. Yeah, it'd be good to to get something organized and try to get a bunch of guys online to to get out and just have some fun at one of the yeah, tracks. Definitely I'll happily be the camera move happily <laughs> awesome <laughs> now you gotta happily. join in johnny i will happily video tape you all racing the buggy, <laughs> like, <laughs> with a uh, cold drink and a camera in my hand because lorenzo can attest that during my little endeavors with him at the meadowvale track i obviously don't know how to race on a track oh it's all good that's man okay. i'm okay with that just time and practice johnny it'll be good though man hey, listen boys i want to uh, i want to say thank you so much for your time tonight here uh, i think it's awesome to talk to local guys we're gonna have you guys back on again i hope things start to open up here and we can get out and uh do some vids and and just uh you know follow follow your journeys and see how you guys are doing and um yeah yeah just thanks again for coming on um uh, be well and we'll definitely keep in touch thank you jeff it was a, a pleasure again i'm uh happily happy to do this anytime you want keep up the great work you're doing with the podcast and and everything you're doing to promote the rc scene here i'm i'm glad that at least one of us is doing it at a more serious level uh, i'm kind of 
I'm kind of doing it through Instagram. It's you know maybe it's yeah. catching a little bit, of, a little a little bit of fire out that way. So I think people might start taking us a little more seriously as time is going on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I and, can't, Lorenzo. I'll let you t- chime in here. I can't do this without you guys like you though that are producing good content and having fun and showing all those different angles of the hobby. So uh, it goes both ways. We're just, it's just a love fest here. We'll just keep going back and forth and complimenting one another. Um, Lorenzo, uh, thanks to you for coming on, man. You did just fine. Uh, is this your first podcast? I should ask. Yeah, you. it is actually. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know how to log in or anything. <laughs> I feel like a caveman. Uh, no, it's all good. We're going to leave this part in though, because it's, that's just too good to edit out. All right, and, no uh, worries. <laughs> Uh, but no, man, you did fantastic. You're natural. Um, uh, we'll watch, uh, watch, uh, for everybody's listening. It's Lorenzo, all O R E N Z O underscore R C underscore army. And it is of course, notorious J, uh, on Instagram and, uh, follow these two guys, everybody. Um, and yeah, like, like I was saying, Lorenzo, we'll, we'll be excited to see how racing goes this summer. Um, I hope tracks can open up and, uh, we can all get back out there and do what we love. For sure. Th- thanks again, Jeff. I really uh, appreciate uh, the invite, and uh, it's it's been uh, it's been a blast, man. We we'll do it again. For sure, boys. Okay, boys. Take care. Be safe. Take care. Later, boys. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that chat with Lorenzo's RC Army. And Notorious J, a.k.a. Johnny, a.k.a. Johnny Fever, as much as I did, when I get a chance to talk to guys that are just A, local, <laughs> and B, as down-to-earth as those two, the connection is is good. It's going to be a good chat. And um, I love what I heard. I love that Notorious J, he's, he's a guy that he is true to what he loves in this hobby and the man loves power big air um, and just ripping it and seeing what breaks (laughs) and there's nothing wrong with that I love that he's honest about what he wants out of this hobby Um, I love that he's just straightforward with that's that's what makes him feel awesome when he's when he's driving right it's um it's refreshing it's um it's grassroots and if you listened and you're you're on the fence about getting an rc man that's a place to start and not only start you're gonna have some crazy journeys and uh he he's got lorenzo out there with him and lorenzo from what i'm experiencing he's got some big air he's very humble about it but johnny will talk him up which is kind of cool <laughs> and kind of fun but Lorenzo is also talking about something else that's been percolating with me lately, and that's off-road racing. And if you've listened to this podcast for the last season, you know that I, my focus, how do I say this? My focus in RC is, can change from time to time. So if you are familiar with the Lord of the Rings trilogies, the Eye of Sauron, and it's that big fiery eye in the Lord of the Rings, and it would keep moving around... <laughs> It's kind of me and RC, <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I love my on-road. Don't get me wrong. I will never sell my MO8. I will never sell my GT2, uh, my TTO2. Um, I've been considering moving um, another car in my inventory, 
because of something that was been percolating in in me and that Lorenzo kind of made me think of even more, which is off-road racing. When I restarted into Instagram, it was built upon short course truck racing. And I was pretty proud because I built up a low-C um, short course truck. I tore it down and I upgraded it with the Performance Series kit. It was a lot of fun and I raced it a few times. And then I lost the bug and I realized I thought I lost it, but I really didn't. I love short course. Um, and I think I want to make room in my stable for a short course again. The cool thing about short course that I like is, and you guys tell me what you think, you can rip it anywhere. You can rip it casually on a track setting. And you can also race it. <clears throat> the trucks are durable. I, I guess the, the same could be said for e-buggies. But um, the short course truck to me just embodies fun, durability, a um, little bit of contact, which is so much fun when you're racing those things. They're a bit sloppy, so anything can really happen. Um, and I think I just want to get back to that. So we will see what happens there, follow along, and see what new uh, developments take place there. Okay, so one other thing I want to mention. I noticed yesterday, and, and I only mention this because I owned one of these uh, vehicles, Losi came out with a, um, a roller, a 22 5.0 DC two-wheel drive roller. And I was intrigued. I thought it was a pretty cool offering. Uh, now, my roots don't run as deep as some others in RC racing, and I'm not sure if this kind of product has come about before. Probably has, but it's um, been a while since I've seen anything like it. It comes assembled without electronics, tires, paint. It's ready to put the juice in and get on the track. So I'm kind of split on this. I like it, and there's things about it that I'm kind of going, not so sure. So what I like about it is that obviously it gets you on the track quicker. It um, probably saves you five hours of build time, and all you have to do is buy your electronics, your mo your power plant, your wheels, and you can custom do your body, obviously. You're on the track in a lot less time than if you had to build this up from a kit. But that's where it stops for me. Uh, and, you know, you guys are going to have your opinions, and I'd love to hear them. But for me, if I'm buying this kit, like I did, it meant for me that I was just getting into off-road racing. And the way that I look at it is, if I truly want to know my vehicle, I need to build it up from the ground. Putting it together, going through the painstaking pieces of tie rod ends and making sure that the differential is installed perfectly, that the screws aren't over tightened, all of those little nuanced things I carried with me in the build that I did of my LOC 22 5.0. So I think they helped me when it came time to service it. If something wasn't tuned right on the track 
I'd have that mental reference to go back and say, hey, I remember doing the tie run-ins. Maybe I should check the length of them. Or, hey, something in my shock setup or my diff setup. It wouldn't be such a mystery for me to unravel to get back there and tune properly. Now, that said, I was and probably still am a novice to intermediate off-road racer. And if you are a little more experienced... Maybe this kit's right for you because you don't want to have to put the time in to build it. You know what electronics you need in it, and you just want to get out there and start turning some laps. And if that's the case, then that's cool. But for all you beginners that are looking, um, you know, I I like this platform. There's a reason why I picked it. Um, It performed really well in the time that I had it. Uh, I ran it on carpet. Um, I loved it. So for beginners, though, Yes, it gets you on the track quicker, but if you're in this hobby for the long run, build it. Build it up. Understand what goes into it uh, so that when it comes time to have to reverse engineer it, you you got it a little probably easier than if you didn't build it. Um, away from Losi, is it's no criticism of them. I think it's a very interesting product offering. And I, again, I think it depends on your situation and what you want out of this hobby as to whether or not you invest in this kit. But away from Losi, building is the best way to learn. Um, all my Tamiya kits that I've built, uh, anything I've ever had that I've built, I've had a profound respect for it and knowledge that I've retained for it. I'm building the Wendigo right now. I've never built a kit like this. Uh, rock racer slash crawler at that scale and uh, I know I will retain information from that that I'll use moving forward so thought that was an interesting piece wanted to highlight it for you if you haven't seen it check it out um, I think you can probably go to Losi uh, tlrracing.com or uh, Losi.com and see it it literally came out a few weeks ago um, another thing in passing, another thing I want to mention is ProLine has come up with some sick new truck bodies. Uh, I'm not going to list them off. They're all over social media. Check them out. Uh, I think you'll really like them. Let me know what you think of them. Uh, really interested to hear that. I'm going to end here on uh, one final piece. It's going to be relatively short, but it's no prep drag. We're working on an interview with a couple guys from a local no prep drag uh, club. Um, one of them goes by Mad Mad Speed RC, I believe, or Mad Speed on Instagram. Uh, they run out of Bolton, Ontario, which is I actually lived my first five years of married life there uh, with my wife, uh, and um, not too far away from me. And I'm really interested to talk to these cats and understand no prep drag a little bit more. I recently watched the Scale Builders Guild series on no prep drag, so shout out to them. There was a three part series. You should check it out. Awesome. Talks about building a no prep drag rig from sort of what you have. Um, I forget that he used an associated chassis in that series, but you can easily grab a slash and convert it. Um, you can grab a bandit and convert it. And you can go with a newer kit like a DR10 from Associated. Um, I encourage you to watch the series. It's really well done, but I'm really stoked and interested in this. Um, I'm hoping that no prep drag enters my world soon. I want to get up to Bolton this summer when COVID's over. And that's right. I'm saying when COVID's over because I'm being positive. I think it's got to leave soon. (laughs) But uh, stay tuned for that. Some more information there. Me and my boy, uh, 
Pablo Guerrero, RC Amigo. We're talking about doing something around no prep drag. And that's all I'm going to say. I don't want to ruin it. But if everything goes well, maybe later this summer, we'll have an announcement to make around that. In the meantime, thanks so much for tuning in, guys, for listening to Lorenzo. Check him out. Uh, Lorenzo RC Army, I believe, is his handle on Instagram. Of course, Notorious J, Johnny, we always love having you on, buddy. We'll do it again soon. Um, and uh, let me know what you think about No Prep. Let me know what you think about that low C roller kit that came out. Uh, and, and let me know what you think about RC, like what you want from Am I crazy to sell my rigs as frequently as I am or as I do? Maybe, but that's what works for me and it keeps it fresh for me. Um, I've only, I think, regretted selling one rig that I really wish that I hadn't. The rest of them, you know, they served a purpose for me. Um, but it's it's how I roll in this hobby. It keeps things fresh. So uh, anyways, let me know what you think in the comments, guys. I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and I hope you're enjoying the second season here. If you haven't listened to the first season, I encourage you to go back. We had some amazing interviews, and we're going to keep trying to bring those to you throughout the rest of the season. O Canada RC, the podcast, at O Canada RC on Instagram and Facebook. Follow us on Spotify. Make sure you get notified for new episodes on Spotify. You can also listen on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts. Um, there's a whole whack of platforms that we're on now. Thanks to Anchor.fm. You can also listen on Anchor. Until the next time we talk, keep your trigger finger pinned. Stay warm. Stay safe. And we'll talk to you soon. 